Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, celebrating a vibrant global community of women over 50 through entertaining interviews that will inspire, educate, and empower. Your host, Joanne Nuaduck, was born to nurture and promote vibrance. Joanne is both the Community Director for Calgary, Canada, and oversees the global operations for Fabulous at 50. As an oncology nurse, integrative practitioner in multiple modalities, life skills mentor and manager, Joanne moves people from challenging situations to positive outcomes through the use of her innate gifts and learned skills. Here's your host, Joanne Nuaduck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Fabulous at 50. I am so happy to have my next guest on. This just warms my heart because all of you would probably know if you've been listening to some of my other podcasts that I, a number of years ago, got absolutely enthralled with the power of sound and how it impacts us. And I fell in love with some sound tools like Tibetan bowls and crystal bowls. And I was so happy when my mentor, Sharon Karn, agreed to be on today's podcast so we can share all about the amazing journey that she's been on and share a little bit about this work. So Sharon, welcome. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Joanne. I'm just so delighted and thrilled to be here. Well, I'm so happy that you and Ed made the a big leap of faith in in creating the Sound Wellness Institute. And I know we're going to get into that a little bit about how that evolved. Um, but I want to start off with you told me something I wasn't aware of that. And I'd love to just kick off this episode with asking you about your 50th birthday. When you turned 50, it was a dream birthday, I understand. Can you share a little bit about that? Oh, thank you, Joanne, because it was my dream birthday because I planned it. (laughs) And my husband did is his whole family was never into birthdays. And 50 was was a big event for me, more so Mm -hmm. than 40. 40 kind of went and came and went and really meh, (laughs) the way the kids would say. You're busy, you're doing kids. It's like another, another decade. Yeah, exactly. 50 was different for me. And, and I had um, a flute and guitar duo at the time was doing a lot of performing. We I was busy with the conservatory and a full, full slate of students and had a lot of colleagues within the musical community, particularly within the classical guitar community. Uh, I'm going to put that out there that you are just such a talented um, guitarist uh, and, and, musician and you carry that into teaching and and some collaboration I know we'll talk about that more but I want to set the stage that that is that is your grounding initially it wasn't you know you didn't grow up playing with um Tibetan bowls and their healing frequencies (laughs) now I grew up playing the classical guitar and oh totally it lit a fire under me anyway Uh, my 50th birthday, where I rented a community hall, had family come in and help decorate it, and it was an open stage. That was the gift. If there were no other gifts allowed, if you wanted to give a gift, you went up and you, you read a poem, you sang your favorite song, you played your instrument. I played for about 20 minutes myself as my gift to the audience. 
And then Anna and I played for about 15 or 20 minutes, our flute and guitar pieces. And then um, friends and colleagues and family all came up to do something or read a poem. There was one poem that was written for me by a very special friend, uh, Ode to Guitar, which is hanging on the wall in the studio here. And our kids did, do you know, there's a comedy show, Mm, was it, whose line is this anyway? Oh, yeah, like the improv. I love that. So funny. Oh, my God. They did a skit. And so this is, both my boys were in their teens, and, and then their cousin and his girlfriend and a couple of other of their friends we were rolling on the floor. It was so funny. That is fun. So we had snacks and we, I think we had performances that went from about 8.30 or so till about midnight. Wow. It was what a beautiful just, idea. I'm getting shivers. I'm like, I want, I want to copy this. It was, it was my dream birthday. Beautiful. It was totally my dream birthday. Mm-hmm. I love that. Now, after that, you, you, you just said that turning 50 was really significant for you and you wanted to honor that. So what changed in your life after 50? There was an, an enormous shift in my own mindset and in my own search, I guess, Joanna is really the only other way to put it. The kids were in their teens. They were, they were figuring out what they wanted to do. And so, you know, this is a time of life when a lot of women are, you know, I have, I have a very rewarding career at Mount Royal University. And I'm thinking there's something missing. There's something missing. There's something missing or there's something more. There's something next. That too. That too. Yes. And what was missing for me was more inner connection and that, Mm. that connection with, I call it my, my, my spiritual or soul self that is ignored so much in this air, this, this um, mindset or this culture, I could say. It's it's the busyness of life. I find that that gets put on the back burner so often. And you are not the first guest that I've had that has said that it is a common theme with all of the women involved with fabulous at 50 and the fabulous health programs that there are so many transitions we go through. I physically, you know, we go through menopause and, and emotionally and empty nest for those that have had children, but just so many changes. So tell us a little bit more of, of what your transition was like and what your evolution and growth was like. Well, it's like I got put on the accelerated fast track for growth. It was fascinating. And I just couldn't get enough of it, Joanne. And one of the things I discovered in some of this learning, in addition to bringing more wholeness, because when we get too busy, and when we get involved in all of this aspect of life, we forget one of the most important parts of our wholeness is that spiritual connection, that spiritual essence or part of us, however you define it, that gives us meaning, that gives us purpose. That's where it comes from. That gives us grace. That's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. And in another, in addition to that, the the when a woman turns 50 and the shift in the body from menopause to no more no more um menses and movement of the egg there still is a spiritual egg and i 
thoroughly, strongly believe that when a woman enters into her 50s, she is in her most powerful time. Those eggs become birth of new service to the world, which the world desperately, desperately needs. Beautiful. I want you to say this again. I want you to say it again, that you believe, you believe that in in our 50s women that this can be the most powerful time of our life it is the most powerful time of life beautiful and in a way those those eggs are fertile ideas to serve the world and this is this is where women shine in their 50s they can Mm. they can and they're meant to yes Yes, I'm getting tingles because as you know, with the fabulous at 50, and this is why we're so akin here, is I often say is that, um, you know, women in midlife have so much to share with each other and the world. And that's what you're saying here. So how did you, like, that's a beautiful, you know, thought on what happened to you kind of emotionally, spiritually, energetically. How did it materialize in your, in your world, in your life? What did you do differently over this last you know, last while since, since that magical birthday of yours. Oh gosh. Well, probably... you've taken on so much. <laughs> you've done so much. It's amazing. Well, it, it is fascinating. And I think part of that journey, sound, well, one of the things that, well, I've been in sound and music all my life and I had never realized the healing power of sound. And about this time I was starting to shift that understanding of the depth of effect that sound has on us and was doing a lot of research at this time. So I was diving into the library, the internet, scientific studies in my 50s. Mm-hmm. And not knowing where it was going, it was just a thirst to yes. to learn deeper about what's going on with this. I've been in this all my ni- life. I never even thought about that aspect of sound. Right, that makes sense. So, so you were you were involved in the the um, honing in your craft of of becoming a good guitarist, but not so much giving mindful thought on how is the sound impacting others and myself and. And just totally. how other sounds like that mindfulness really makes us shift. We can have the same experience. We can be doing the exact same thing, but as soon as we bring a mindfulness practice to it, the entire experience shifts. And I know you have some really interesting stories of what you did and how sound was so powerful. Like while you were, you were, weren't you part of like a bit of an experiment at um, Mount Royal? carrying Mm -hmm. the sound or so like Mm -hmm. do you want to share I I that really impacted me if you'd like to share that story oh would love to because it and and this is kind of in that I well I had spent many years before I turned 50 and then following 50 where it was starting to become consolidated as a path and I guess Mm -hmm. that 50 years old was the turning point there Mm -hmm. where the years of research was starting to filter into more focus and then Mm -hmm. the study happened and that was one of those things that came from just a phone call from out of the blue I got a call from the the director of the Integrative Health Institute at the university and the first thing she says is hi Sharon I'm so-and-so director of the Integrative Health Institute I hear you're into sound therapy because I had previously as part of my own personal search to answer my own questions about what is it about sound I went to the United States and studied with Jonathan Goldman and Tom Canyon and somehow word got around the university and the call happened 
Well, I took part in the study, was delighted to be asked to create a program for people in the study. It was so effective that I thought, you know, I couldn't answer questions when people asked, how do we learn more about this? There was no place I could send them at that mm-hmm. time. Nowhere. And so I created Sound Wellness a month after that as a way to get wow. the information out there without having any knowledge about how to set up a business, no network, none. Uh, it was just like everything that I'd spent decades building was no longer, no longer worked. It was like starting from scratch, but with, with a, a focus that to me felt like soul work. How? inspirational like i was it's so inspirational that you did this sorry you said you were 58 58 when that study that is amazing and that's what i want is that you know the women that are listening i really hope there's women in their 30s and 40s listening to this as well but certainly any of the women in midlife in their 50s and their 60s is if you have something burning inside of you you know it doesn't necessarily have to be that you turn it into a business but just go with a passion and start learning about it this is a I gift mean, you're meant to give to the world and the world needs it. And the, the mature woman is the one to deliver it. Really, really. Yeah, because, you know, if you hadn't done that, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Right. So I want to honor. And before we go any further, I want people to understand. So Sound Wellness Institute, I know you started initially. And then it's a whole nother fun story how your husband came into working and you two make an amazing pair because you have all this artistic side of you. And Ed is the engineer, the scientific brain side. The techie who does the website. That's right. He has the knack, as we joke around (laughs) to say, to do all the technology. And the two of you have created an amazing um, platform and can you share what your website is and a little bit about what you're offering right now? And then we'll circle back to your story. Okay. Um, sound wellness. It, uh, as soon as I created thought we have to create sound wellness and then Ed got busy creating the website. So sound wellness has become a center, the website itself for people to come to learn more about how to, create more wholeness and how to manage stress. They're kind of both mm-hmm. connected in that way. Yes. Because yeah. sound, the the way the, the human body, the human being, every particle of your being is wired to respond to sound. That, you know, it's like, that's... It, there's nothing, no part of us that isn't wired to respond to sound. So sound is powerful for helping support our health at all levels. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so sound wellness is, was created, the website was, and the, the whole business, I guess, was created as a bit of a hub to get information out to people, to give them tools and ways to use that wiring because mm-hmm. it's so effective and hardly anybody knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be soundwellness.com. Yes. But that is not, I mean, I know that's what it started off like this clearinghouse of information, but then it evolved into, it's a teaching Institute. Mm -hmm. And you guys became to my understanding, one of the first to um, certify sound practitioners. Now that if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you were, you sound is so powerful and we can really open up people's emotions and tap in and, and like deep healing can happen, but also it can, if someone's not trained well, Mm -hmm. 
to take someone from a journey of opening up a deep wound and bringing them to a positive outcome, there's a challenge there. If you can tell, tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, weren't you finding things on the internet where it's like, here, take this one hour course and you're now certified in bowls. And that just certified sound healer. Well, yeah, exactly. And one of the things I've always believed in, and I'm still a member of music teachers, so professional associations, because I believe in that, that community that helps, helps you find colleagues and learn and grow in your own career. Well, I, when I did my own sound healing training in the early 2000s and before, early 2000s, I guess, I, I looked in Canada for a professional practitioner association. And then, well, you could register for, and this helps bring you colleagues learning all kinds of wonderful things and credibility, among other things, for a holistic modality. Sound healing or sound therapy wasn't on anybody's list. Anywhere. So it wasn't regulated at all, really. No, it and it yeah. may never be. I don't know. Yeah. It's in that yeah. mushy stage where yeah. it, the research is exploding and it's starting to go that way. So I thought, okay, this has got to change. This is not acceptable. Sound yeah. needs to be on that list. So you took modality. action, and I love that. And so, now you offer incredible courses. Do you, can you share a little bit about what courses? So if someone's listening... What and I'll share a little bit about my story, or you can about coming into <laughs> coming into your sphere. Mm. Well, as we created the Sound Wellness Institute, we wanted to bring credibility to the training, so we created a competency level certification, which is the highest level of certification. Yes. And then we then we applied to the largest practitioner professional association of Canada for formal approval of our programs Beautiful. to give yes. our practitioners even more credibility, and we were accepted. So awesome. that is the beginning of it. The beginning of shifting the change in that history. I love so, it. <laughs> the courses have evolved into a level one practitioner training, which is also open for those who want to immerse themselves into using sound care, sound healing or sound therapy for your own self-care. So right. that we call the fundamentals. Okay. Now, that's a three-day course. However, if you want to dip your toe in the water before you find out if sound is really for you, that's called Sound Wellness Foundation. So it's like the basement. It's like dip your toe in the water, check it out, try this, try that. And you go, if you find that, oh, wow, this is helpful. The fundamentals of healing with sound and music is our three-day level one program. And then level two is mostly for practitioner training. So we have three courses in that level. We have the Harmony, uh, Harmony for Life, which grounds sound and the understanding and effect of sound deeper into your being and how to use it and work with it. Then we have the practical methods for practitioners where we bring out the massage tables and we really work. And then yes. there's also a business course that Ed insists that is available for practitioners who haven't had business training to help them grow their business. Yeah. Bob, I love that one. The business, no, business of business. Business call of it Bob. business. Mm-hmm. And he always goes, I'm putting my Bob hat on right now when he wants to give <laughs> <Yeah>. us advice. <laughs> 
Yeah. Which and is then fun. And we're then, creating yeah, level three, which is yes. what you are part of, Joanne. So I know. I'm so excited. excited to be invited to help do the um, anatomy and physiology side. And because we are working with, yes, we're working with our energy, but we are also physical beings and we need to know what we're doing with that. So I wanted to share that when I first met you, I was introduced to you by our dear friend, Sandy Dacey, who is also the producer for the podcast, not the YouTube side, but the audio side of this podcast. And, um, when I had asked her to do a little bit of a talk on sound and she goes, well, the real person you need to talk to for this is Sharon. And so that's when we all came together and we did an in-person Fabit 50 introduction to sound therapy. And I remember you bringing um, all your different equipment and your bowls. And we watched how the sound impacted sand and made all the beautiful um, patterns, which was gorgeous. And I just love that. And, and then uh, when Sandy really wanted to take one of your courses, I was a little bit like, I didn't know what was going on, but I went, oh, that sounds really lovely. I'll take one of those courses. Lo and behold, here I am going as kind of the plus one person. And I found, I just resonated and pun intended with the bowls and so drawn in. And I was incredibly um, blown away by how much scientific data backed it all up, right? That nursing side of me wanted the the data on how sound impacts us. So I loved it. And by the end of that weekend, I kind of walked out going, wait a minute, how did this just happen? I was registered for all of your courses and ended up being your first graduate in the certification level one. Yep. Followed very closely by Carmen the next day. <laughs> yeah. And I know she's gone on to do the level two to kind of beat me there. But I I just want to say really um, publicly, thank you for what you bring to the world with sound. Because it's it's, honestly, 10 years ago, if you saw that, it would be all, oh, well, that's kind of woo-woo. And now, I mean, I can't scroll on my Facebook or anything without advertisements for people are realizing they want to come full circle and come back. Mm-hmm. So let's switch a little bit into like, why is it, what is it, especially about this year that is drawing people to needing and wanting and holding on to things like sound practice? Because it's so effective in reducing stress. And we, when you take a look, we, we one of the things that Ed especially has been researching through the um, Mental Health Association of Canada, who's been gathering statistics every few months of where we're at as far as stressed out. And yes. it's up to about 90% of the population right now. Wow. And that's that. And then there's other levels of of stressed as far as how it affects stress, stress and fear, of course, they're kind of go together because fear creates a stress response in the body. And, and it, it's essential. It's an essential part of our nervous system to keep us safe. That's its job. But stress is important. Yes, it's totally essential, but it can't stay there. Exactly. Exactly. There was a cool book. I wonder if you've read this because I know you're so well read. I haven't myself, but I just heard about it. And it's called something along the lines of why zebras don't get ulcers. 
Oh, I haven't heard of that. I have to write that oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and it had to do with like, and believe me, they have stress, but they, you know, when a predator is after them, they kick into red alert. They do what they need to do. And then it's like, okay, that's done. And I'm just going to go back to munching grass and, and drinking water. And I think that's very profound. And so I know for myself that sound has been one of, the most calming ways. And when I talk about sound, it's not always bowls and so forth. It's that you teach also it's sound, it's music, it's, it's beats mm-hmm. um, and voice. Mm-hmm. And I personally love, because I don't really sing. One of my issues was I didn't feel like I could sing, but what I learned is I could hold specific notes that would resonate through my whole body. And I use that as my active meditation practice. Me too. As opposed to trying to sit there and go, be blank, you know, like there's, yeah. <laughs> there's so many different meditative practices. I personally, like the, I like the active ones because what it does is when we actively practice, then we can practice. We don't have to be sitting in a dark, quiet room with our eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Meditation can happen with eyes open. And ideally we should be able to do a meditative practice within a split second of situations to actually keep our, our systems calm. Totally. So, it's, yeah. it's essential, Joanne. It's essential because we need the, the parasympathetic, the rest and digest part of yes. our nervous system. If we're always on, on the stressed part, we don't get the rest and digest, which is very unhealthy for us. And sound, I love to say sound is food for your nervous system. So yes. it's perfect. It's the perfect way to bring these two halves of your nervous system into harmony. They're never really balanced because there's always, oh, that's a worried thought. Oh, there's a breath. Oh, there's another worried thought. Oh, there's a breath. Oh, there's something happened in the traffic. Oh, there's a breath. You know, they're always. I like the way you're saying that because I'm picturing as you're doing that and you're using your hands to show that is um, it's a bit like a typewriter walker. They are never walking just steady. It is always a little tip this way, a little tip this way. And they, but the balance is, it's, you know, a little bit up and down, but if any one goes way too far, the other, then that's, that's when trouble happens. And that's when we tip off. Yeah, we are tipped off right now. (laughs) And we need, we need the, the parasympathetic to yank us back up onto the, onto the wire. So that's where sound is so helpful because it helps to really powerfully activate that parasympathetic system. Fantastic. Now I want to keep, we're going to keep talking about your story, but what I would like to do is when we end this podcast, we're going to continue this conversation, but why don't we share with our listening audience? It'll it'll go into the fab club membership site. Why don't we continue this and actually do a demonstration of the nervous system protocol to help support the women that are listening that are members if you're not a member yet you can easily become a a member um go to the fabulous at 50 so it'd be fabulous at50.com website and say make me a member it's very affordable and there is tons of information we have weekly live calls plus in the membership site you have 
recorded past calls. And I often, once a month, I do some sort of sound healing, sound meditation or voice. Um, but we will put this specific protocol in that is a bit more like if you're going for an actual sound healing and you're paying for a practitioner, we can share and explain that more. So stay tuned for that. But I want to, I want to circle back because if I understand correctly, like you hit 50, you went through this major kind of like, I need, I want to follow my soul purpose and, and, and the sound wellness was born. You did. And I don't want to gloss over it. You just did tremendous stuff. I mean, you wrote a book and, and you grew this incredible business and you partnered with your husband and you're doing sound and teaching and, and those courses. But I know that fairly recently last year, you had another milestone birthday. Can you share a little bit about that? Because I find this so beautiful and inspirational to have been asked to be part of it as well. Oh, thank you, Joanne. And and this, like my 50th birthday, the 660 kind of came and went. And I'm not sure why. It just kind of came and went. However, I had my 70th birthday last July. Wow. And it kind of came and went. And there was something that felt not quite right about it. Well, of course, we were in lockdown and not able to visit, uh, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, almost locked down. But uh, so it's cooked in me. And then one of my other friends said, you need to do something <laughs> because this is a this is a big milestone. Yes. And I hadn't. So on the solstice, December 20th, mm -hmm. I thought I had uh, this friend of mine who many of you probably know. It's uh, Cheryl Hines, Reverend Cheryl Hines. Yeah. She's also one of our practitioners. And she, she, I asked her to do a wise woman honoring ceremony and sometimes Love called it. a croning. And Ooh. it was magical. It was exactly what I needed. Totally different from my, my yeah. 50th. Cause it was but, all on Zoom, like but the magic <laughs> of Zoom. Like, thank goodness we could come together. Yeah, Joette. And you know, in honoring 70, I I needed the formal, for me personally, I needed to formally step into the energy of elder. Wow. And so I call myself now baby elder. And baby elder. Uh, so here I'm, I'm learning that different kind of role and how, how it'll manifest in my life. And part of this ceremony was having uh, someone represent the maiden and someone represent the mother. And oh, Joanne, you brought, you represented the mother for me and you brought such tears to my eyes. Still do. Yeah. Oh, to my heart as well. That I felt like I channeled that, that it was what needed to be said just passed through me that day. It was such an honor to be there to represent that that energy in all of us and the energy that I saw in you. So what a beautiful ceremony. And I think it's so important that we honor and at, with ceremonies and celebrations, this has been part of humankind culture in every culture. But I, I find that in Western culture, we get away from that. You know, we, there's not quite the same ceremonies of, like a young woman or a young man to say, I'm now like, you know, I'm not a child anymore. I am now a man, you know, the, the most is like, 
whatever the drinking age, they go out and get drunk with their, (laughs) their friends. Maybe it's a bit of a transition, but not quite the same, but I just love, I think, I think it's really important. And that's why with Bab at 50, we want to honor this time in our, in our life, not to say that any other time is not as important, but that there's a real shift that happens. And as you mentioned in women in their fifties. This is so important, Joanne, and this community is so, so important to honor that part of a woman's life. It's essential. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I am so grateful for women like yourself that are inspirations to us, you know, with your knowledge, partly with your knowledge, which is incredible, but also just with your own determination and drive by example, you know, that you're, you're out there doing it. And it's like, wow, if she didn't do that you know, I can do something along those lines. And it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's bowls or writing, or there's always something within us that we can expand and learn and grow. Now, talking about that is I would imagine that over the years, you've, you have little pearls of wisdom or guiding principles in your life, perhaps that have, uh, have supported you and might support others. I'm wondering if you could share three of them with us. Mm, I would love to. Um, The first would be to trust your heart and its voice. Beautiful. Because we tend to listen to this voice more than the heart. And it's the heart that knows. This is meant to serve the heart. (laughs) They're meant to work together. And sometimes (laughs) they don't do that so well. So, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So trust your heart. Okay. Um. Be open to synchronicity. Mm. The reason I'm doing sound wellness is because I had a phone call that came out of the blue that gave me an invitation that changed my life. Wow. So be open to synchronicity. And the third one is become aware of the sound around you because it affects you whether or not you realize that. So become aware of the sound around you. On that note, one of the things, I mean, I've obviously there was so much I learned in your courses, but one that really profoundly had me going, wow, was, I think I knew this from my science classes, but it really sunk in that sound travels through solid faster than air. So that what we're saying has already reverberated through our own bones before it even hits our ears. And that one really woke me up to how I integrate even with my own children or other people. And just the words we are saying goes into their system, into their body before their brains even connecting with it. So the importance of not yelling. I mean, I don't know, like anyone that's listening to this, that's it had happens. kids, there's going to be times, <laughs> but there is a difference between don't touch the stove and literally just, you know, taking out anger on anybody, right? That, that sound. So that is one, but the sound of just, you know, and bringing gratitude, whether you're listening to the chirp of the bird or you're putting on music that's uplifting, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm just, I'm having all these flashback memories quickly now of sitting in your courses where some of it was literally listen to these different types of music and then explaining to us the different beats or, you know, what was different about this sound and that sound and how, how it impacted us. 
right? We all discovered how much I do not like white sound or white noise. (laughs) It's like, turn that off. (laughs) Drives me nuts, right? But I mean, how fun to learn about before I went into your course, I had no idea that there's pink sound and gray sound. And there's, I had no idea. Like white sound seems to be pretty mainstream. We know like a fuzzy radio or something can support people, but it's so individual. Yes. And so I love that. So listen to your heart. Yeah. Be and open. open to synchronicity. Open to synchronicity. Yeah. Like and really become aware of the sound around Absolutely. you. And from what you were saying, and I call that an inner sonic massage that the voice gives your being before it gets to where it's going. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am, we are talking about being awareness of sound. I was saying this before I have been listening. So this is my crystal bowl. And we, when we're voices that there's no, no denying that our voices carry energy this bowl has been doing sympathetic resonance. So it's been doing a low hum, ding, you know, and I'm just going to do a little sound to entice those that may not yet be fab club members. We're going to do a play around with it, some crystal bowls mm-hmm. and we'll use the tuning fork sound, the, the nervous system calming mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know I don't have all of my bowls here. I'm in my office where I'm doing the podcast. I do have a beautiful sound um, practitioner room in my basement level where I have all of my bowls, but the lighting's not as good there and to move everything. But just to hear that resonate through my whole body. And what I think is fun is friends and family that come over. I actually have this bowl, this particular set, sits on an end table right in my living room, my front living room. It's not all hidden away somewhere. And I love it. People that come over that know nothing about sound therapy and stuff are drawn to it. They come over and they're like, oh, can I play with it? And children. And I've had impromptu. This is obviously before we were, when when it was more open open house, shall we say, um, people come over and, and we end up sitting around my living room, just playing with these bowls because they're experimenting. And I blow their mind when I actually put water in it and start making the sound and it's dancing and it's just amazing. So this gets into a whole nother conversation. And that's why I encourage, if you're listening to this and you're drawn to taking one of these courses, I highly recommend you have been able to adapt to doing these online. Yes. So yeah, which is fantastic. You've been so wonderful with that. And at this point, I'm going to wish everyone a wonderful day and encourage you to come on into the back office, the membership site of Fab Club on the fabulous at 50.com website. But don't forget to also go to soundwellness.com because you have some incredible downloads there, right? Some beautiful downloads, some free gifts that they can get that will help Mm -hmm. support them. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being on today, call, Sharon. Oh, thank you, Joanne. What a fun conversation. We could go on and on. Exactly. Okay, take care. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Fabulous at 50 podcast with your host, Joanne Nuaduck. Join us again for more inspirational interviews on topics that matter to you. 
If you like what you've heard on today's episode, check out the liner notes or to learn more about this vibrant community that celebrates women over 50, please visit fabulousat50.com. That's www.fabulousat50.com.